Hey, hey, welcome to episode six of the When the Cleats Come Off podcast. I'm Ashley Burkhart, and I am stoked to be here for another week of greatness when it comes to softball content. I have to start with a shout out that an amazing, amazing viewer gave to me the other day. Her name on Apple Podcasts is Alupi11. She said, the content Ashley shares are great lessons both on and off the field for my daughter. These young athletes will be so far ahead of the game, learning the mental tools she provides in her podcast to complement the physical skills they are working on in practice. Alupi11, thank you so much for such for all the kind words. There are a bunch of other reviews on there. I wish I could shout them all out today, but you're getting the shout out today. Every comment, like, review, share, whatever it is that you guys give me, it seriously means the absolute world. Thank you so, so much for that shout out. I appreciate you so much. So let's get to the episode. Episode six is going to be all about the fact that optimism goes a long way. And I'm really speaking to parents and coaches here this week, especially because what you say to your athlete really resonates with her. And it means the world when you say positive things, especially in the middle of the game. So here's the deal. A lot of times athletes feel tons and tons of pressure within the game. And it doesn't help when parents are saying, don't do this, don't do that. Or coaches are saying, focus on this, focus on that. When the focus is on things that practice should be focused on. Sometimes we forget that the game is the time to have fun. The game is the time to trust the process, trust the work we've put in that week. And sometimes we make it a lot bigger than it needs to be. And I want to tell you parents and coaches that you have the opportunity to help her play freely, to help her play and be herself and to not overanalyze situations and help her become the best version of her on the field, which is, I know what you guys want because that's why we have this podcast. So I'm going to give you five phrases that my parents and coaches would say to me that really helped uplift me instead of make me a little bit more nervous than I needed to be. So that's what this week is going to be about. I'm so grateful to have you guys all here. So let's get started. Hey there, I'm Ashley Burkhart, owner of Ashley V Training, former D1 athlete and professional athlete in the game of softball. I even spent a little bit of time coaching at the college level as well. But now I coach athletes and especially youth athletes. And I try to teach them the ways to become the very best versions of themselves. And I know that they can't do that without a support system that will do anything and everything to make sure their dreams and their goals happen for them. A lot of times I hear parents and coaches saying, hey, I'm just gonna dish my athlete off to you. Hopefully you can figure out what her issue is. Here's the deal. That's not how we should coach. That's not how we should parent. And I can tell you right now, I'm not a parent, but your athlete is the most influenced by you. And I truly believe that you are one of the reasons why she plays the game. And I truly believe you are one of the reasons why she plays so hard. So if we can learn from some of the greats, I'm gonna have some of the best softball players, some of the best softball players, parents, even my parents and my family, are going to be on this podcast sharing our journeys with you so that when the cleats do come off, you know what to say so that she can learn from her mistakes sooner, so that she can become the best version of her. 
And that's what we want. We want our athletes to be able to thrive, and that's why we're here. So welcome to this podcast. This is going to get real. This is going to get deep. And I'm here to challenge your thinking. That's why I coach. I'm really excited for you to be here, and I can't wait to hear who else is going to be along this journey with us, learning from some of the best. I'm going to be learning too. So whip out your notebook, and let's head to the next episode. All right, so we're going to start with my favorite hate word. (laughs) My favorite word that I hate to hear, and that's the word don't. Y'all, athletes could definitely resonate with this. If we're told don't swing at the rise ball or don't strike out, the only thing on our mind in that moment is the rise ball and striking out, which likely means that we're going to swing at that rise ball and we're probably going to do whatever it takes to strike out. And that's subconsciously. We don't mean to, but we are what we think. So parents and coaches, here are some things that you can tell your athlete that don't include the word don't, and that can help her thrive in her next game. Number one, number one thing I liked my parents and coaches would say to me is trust it. So that can go in a lot of different ways, right? Trust it. But what I loved about that phrase was all the work that my dad and I would put in. We worked together probably three, four, five, six times a week before games, um, just hitting in the backyard. I know I expressed that in a previous episode, but these are things that we did prior to games so that come game time, we can just do our thing. And trust it helped me internalize the fact that I put in so much work. I'm ready for this moment, and now it's go time. So when that phrase was said to me, I was able to relax and get the job done. So the phrase trust it can go a long way. Trust it. The second phrase I wanted to share with you guys that can really help your athlete thrive is the simple, you've got this. Because sometimes the athlete doesn't believe that she's got this. She doesn't feel ready. Maybe the pressure's on the line. Maybe there's a lot, a lot on the line right now. There's a runner at third, two out, seventh inning. Her believing in herself, it's going to come from her, but you can help her get there. And a simple phrase as, you've got this, helps her believe and say to herself, she's got this. Whatever is going to happen, she's going to do the best that she can. And that's going to help her put her best foot forward. So that simple phrase of you've got this, are you saying it enough? Because if you have to think about it, you probably aren't. So say it more often than you think. It's going to go a long way with your athletes. All right, number three, one pitch at a time. This was one of my favorites. Because when things go so fast on the field, especially on defense, or even in the middle of an at-bat, when it looks like your athletes aren't focused or ready for the next play, help them zone in on the next pitch. Help them zone in on the next ball that could come to them, that they're supposed to be ready for. So whether your athletes are on offense or defense, saying the phrase, one pitch at a time, can help them realize, oh, we're not playing for the seventh inning, we're only in the second inning. Or, oh, well, that at bat that I had 
last at bat or the at bat that's coming up, those don't matter. What matters is right now. This present moment matters more than anything else. And when you can get your athletes to be in the zone and focused on one pitch, not a pitch 10 pitches from now, one pitch at a time, one out at a time, one hit at a time, things get easier. Now, I believe I've expressed in a previous episode that I had won a state championship my junior year in high school. I may even do an entire episode about that entire championship because of how epic it was. But my team was down by, I believe it was seven runs, and we were in the fifth inning. And we came back and won that game, and it wasn't because we were focused on the seventh inning. It wasn't because we were focusing on the nine errors our team had previously. Yes, we had nine errors, and we still won a state championship. (laughs) But we weren't focused on the past. We weren't focused on the future. We were focused on this present moment. And I swear, I think we went through the lineup one and a half times one of the innings because we were just focused on one hit. One hit, one pitch. That's what our focus was. And when one of our hitters let a ball go by, our dugout was freaking out and excited because that, pitch, that batter won the pitch. When we made an out, we got excited because we focused on that one pitch and we executed. So being able to break down the game into one pitch at a time, one out at a time, one hit at a time can allow your athletes to be more present in the moment they're in and get the job done, especially when there's a lot of pressure or there were two errors in a row. That is the perfect time to stop the game, have your athletes come together and say, let's win this pitch. Let's win this pitch right here. And then you just keep saying that to yourself, one pitch at a time, and you'll get the job done. That's one of my favorites, one of my absolute favorites. So please steal that. Even tell your athletes to communicate that with each other on the field because the best teams are the ones that can almost run themselves. When a defense knows things aren't going well and can stop and pause a game on their own and call a timeout without a coach even needing to tell them, that's a pretty special thing. So if you can relay to your team, hey, if, you, if the team needs to hear one pitch at a time, one out at a time, that can come from them too. Now, I'm not saying youth teams that are between the ages of 8 to 12 really understand or know this, but especially when those athletes get older, remind them how powerful the one pitch at a time statement can really get them. All right, you guys ready for number four? This one, I wanted to bring back the word don't because I didn't emphasize it enough at the very beginning, but it really, really, really messes up a head, an athlete's head, anybody's head. When you say don't do this or don't do that. So I wanted to give you alternatives to that statement of don't. So whenever I have an athlete that says I don't want to drop my shoulder or I don't want to roll over my wrist, I like to stop them in their tracks literally as they're saying the word don't because I can predict it sometimes. It's kind of weird. But I tell them what's the opposite of that thing that you just said? What's the opposite of rolling your wrist? Oh, it's keeping my hands palm up, palm down, through to contact. 
oh, okay, well, that should be your focus. Focus on staying palm up, palm down. Okay, what's the opposite of dropping your back shoulder? Because you said don't drop your back shoulder. Oh, well, that's keeping my shoulder high. All right, that should be your focus. Focus on the positive. Focus on something that's not negative. And the word not in the word don't, do not, that is negative. The word not is negative. So if your athletes are saying the word not, or even if it's coming out of your mouth or a parent's mouth, remind them that the focus is going to be on what comes after. So we need to focus on something that's positive, and that's the opposite of the don't phrase that you may hear sometimes. So that don't phrase, don't pop up, don't drop your shoulder, don't roll over your wrist. It can easily be shifted by changing the focus. Focus on palm up, palm down. Focus on keeping your, t- on your back shoulder up. Focus on line drives. Focus on hard hits. Focus on getting the center of the ball. And I know these are a lot of hitting terms, so I haven't even talked about this on defense. But as a hitting coach, I obviously think of hitting before anything. But these are easy, easy ways that you can share with your athlete what to focus on instead of what not to focus on. So just change the statement. If your athlete's trying to avoid hitting a pop-up, tell her to hit a hard ground ball. Because hard ground balls lead to hard line drives. And hard line drives lead to home runs. Straight up, that's some of the best advice I was ever given from my hitting coach in college. And it's still with me today. And it's still something I'm teaching my athletes right now. So focus on the positive. Focus on hard hits. Have them focus on line drives. Focus on a high shoulder instead of a dipped one. And you will see your athlete shift her mental focus into things that she can do versus things that she doesn't want to do. All right, that might have been my favorite one, even though I said three was my favorite. Four might have been my favorite. But this one, this one's got to be my ultimate fave. That's why I kept it for last. Think about this. Coaches and parents, how well do you know your athlete? Parents are probably like, I know them better than they know themselves sometimes. And y'all, that's true. (laughs) It's true. But do you know what phrase your daughter says in the box while she's up to bat? Do you know what her confident and power statement is that makes her feel confident and powerful? My favorite phrase to say in the box, and I took it with me my entire career after I figured out this statement, was drive it up the middle. Drive it up the middle allowed me to center my focus into trying to hit the ball as hard as I possibly could up the middle. So if I was given an outside pitch and my focus was still up the middle, I was likely going to keep my hands still inside that pitch and drive it to left center. And if let's say I was a little early, but my focus was still driving up the middle, driving up the middle, that's where I could see myself hitting lasers to right center. So that was my power statement. I love to think up the middle, crush it up the middle. But I want you to really think about and ask your athletes, what is it that makes her tick? What is it that she loves to focus on when she's up to bat? Because a lot of times, again, we think about all of the things we shouldn't be thinking about. 
how tall the pitcher is, how loud the parents are, how hot it is that day. All of these things that have nothing to do with the actual at-bat. Sometimes our athletes, and I'm saying this because I did it, we focus on the things that don't matter. But if you can get her to centralize her thoughts onto her power statement, whatever it is, mine was crush it up the middle when I was up to bat. That's what my closest teammates knew was my phrase. And when they said that, I was ready. And they were helping me find my focus. So if you feel like your athlete is maybe losing her focus a little bit and you know what phrase makes her tick and makes her rock, that should be the thing that's coming out of your mouth. Not, we need to get a hit or you need to score this runner or things that we need to do. No, help her centralize her thoughts on what she can do and what she can focus on. So ask your athlete, what is it that you love to think about in the box? And if they can't think of anything, here's what you can do. Take them back to their last best at bat and say, hey, what were you thinking on? Well, thinking about what were you focusing on? And a lot of times they're saying to themselves, you got this or line drive or hit it over the infield. Those are confident statements. And a lot of times when athletes aren't feeling confident, they're thinking about statements that aren't relevant to that at all. So helping them get back to that confident statement, which any of these really work as well. Trust it. You've got this. One pitch at a time. Drive it up the middle. These are statements that you can say to help her visualize what that'll take and how she's going to do it. So the subconscious and the conscious, I don't want to get too much into psychology because I think I've shared this before. Sports psychology was my favorite class growing up, or it was in college when I took it. And giving you a statement of, you're not sure how you're going to do it, but that's going to be your focus, is going to help more times than it's not. So focusing on a ball, driving it up the middle, driving it up the middle, it helped my body subconsciously figure out how the heck I was going to take this pitch up the middle and do it. So even when I would tell that phrase to myself, drive it up the middle, and I got an outside pitch, guess where it was going? I was figuring out a way to drive it up the middle and get my body into a powerful position to make that happen. So I'm not saying you should steal my drive it up the middle statement, but if you do, let me know. Tell me. I want to know. That's, that would be so rad if people walk up to me and they say, hey, I, I stole that phrase, drive it up the middle. And I'm going to say, did it work? And if it did revolutionary. All right. So I'm going to just go over this real quick. These five phrases that people would help me say, or help me repeat to myself when I needed it. And by the way, these people were my parents and coaches and sometimes teammates. Number one, trust it. Trust the work you put in and see it happen. Number two, you've got this. It goes a longer way than you think. Number three, one pitch at a time. Not 10 pitches down the line. Not the last 10 pitches you saw. This pitch. This pitch is all that matters. Be present. Number four. Instead of saying, don't pop up. Don't drop your shoulder. Don't roll over. Say the opposite. Say positive statements. Hit it hard. Line drive. Drive it up the middle. Those are going to go a long way. 
because you're telling your athlete what she should be focusing on and what she can do. And then number five, get to know your athlete. Get to know what it is that makes them tick, that they love to say, that makes them feel confident, that makes them stand taller. For me, it was crush it up the middle or drive it up the middle. That phrase worked for me. Now find out what phrase works for your athlete and instill that in their brain when they need to hear it. Thanks, guys. So there you have it. Another episode of When the Cleats Come Off is completed. And if you loved it, I would love if you shared this with your softball community. The only way this game grows is if we have people like you that are eager to learn more and are eager to also share that new knowledge with other people. So if this episode really brought somebody that you know into fruition in your brain and you know that they can learn from this conversation, I would love it if you shared it with them because the more people that can learn from this type of conversation, I think the better the game of softball gets. And who knows, maybe this will be shared with other people in other sports because I truly believe some of these conversations, they don't just hit the game of softball, they hit all sports. And if there are people that come to your brain, I would love more than anything if you shared it. If you do share it, make sure you tag me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever social platform you hang out on. I would love to see that you're sharing this and I would love to see some of your favorite parts. If you do share it, make sure to tag me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Guys, I'm even on TikTok, Ashley B training and at smashly underscore four is where you can find me and make sure you tell me which part was your favorite. I want to know what resonated with you so that I can create more content like that for you to share with your softball community. I can't wait to share another episode with you. Same time, same place next week. See you later.